0: Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised.
1: Hello, everyone. It is that time of the week again. It is Snapbacks and Beards, and we are here with episode 38, and we're giving you our fast lane predictions along with some other bits. I am your host for the this evening, J.E. WrestleTalk, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts. First, we've got TWG1991, that wrestling guy, Stu Matos. How are you?
2: I'm, uh, I'm very well, mate. How
1: are you getting on? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good. I can't complain, can't complain. And we have Johnny Goldsmith, undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are you doing this evening?
3: All good, man, yeah. Good to see you all again.
1: Good, 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 and uh, lads, we've got a uh, we've got a very special guest, which I think we should describe as wrestle top royalty. I think that's probably the uh, the only way we can describe that. Is that right?
0: I don't know about that, man? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we are we are joined by none other than narblepsy boy ninety four Malik Malik. Thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing good, man. How are you guys doing? You guys alright?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. all good. Yeah, we're good, yeah. Yeah.
0: Glad, glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear. It. Thank you guys for having me.
1: <laughs> no worries at all. Thank you for joining us. Um, Malik, we do always ask a guest when they come on, first of all, uh, who your current favorite wrestler is and who your favorite wrestler of all time is.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Um, do you want me does it matter where I started? Or is it just either one or can answer at the same time?
1: Yeah, go for it, yeah. More uh, well,
0: people have for people who listen, if you guys follow me, you should already know those. Enter easy. Currently, it's Roman Reigns, all time. It's John Cena.
1: Yeah, I, I, I knew, I knew the Cena one. I knew the Cena one. I definitely I've knew the Cena one. Of course, special shout out
3: to uh, Jonathan Korchman as well, Malik, right? The race
0: of all time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Cena being your favorite of all time actually uh, leads to a nice tangent. So um, I'm assuming when he came back or when we learned that he was coming back for this sort of seven, eight week run, you were, sure. you were super excited about
0: that. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And it's, I mean, he's not around much anymore, you know? So, I mean, I was lucky enough to, I pretty much saw his entire career though. So I, I yeah. watched him through his peak, through the downfall and everything. And, you know, obviously he doesn't come around much anymore. So anytime he shows up, I'm not going to complain about it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we we were even treated to him at Money in the Bank as well. And we had no idea that was coming. Yeah that, I was was... yeah, that was
0: yeah, a surprise.
1: Yeah. Anybody
3: I well, you mean I you was... were treated to him at Money in the Bank, Johnny? Well, yeah, I, I was there. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I was there <laughs> to John
1: Cena at Money in the Bank. And yeah, um, I think that was the second time that I'd seen him live. And yeah, it's just always great when he's about. Yeah, yeah, still, very still. But that does actually lead us nicely on to the first topic. And the first topic of the night is actually uh, Johnny's favorite coming to the aid, Johnny's current favourite, as you can tell by his T-shirt, coming to the aid of Malik's Ah, all-time favourite. LA Knight is going to team with John Cena at Fastlane. Johnny, we'll go to you first. What are you making of all this?
3: It's funny, actually, the, um, you know, good things come to those who wait. That line was said, the Triple H had. And uh, at first I was like, well, you know, we've heard that before. How many times are we going to hear that? But then... Maybe he has actually been telling the truth about that. Maybe there is a good thing coming for Elionite. He's been treated like a big star now. Of course, he was ill last week with COVID. But I do feel like that actually worked for him because what's happened now is people wanted to see him even more and the reaction was massive. And it would have been a big one anyway, but the fact that he was away for a week, I think it's helped him. So it's great to see that he's there. And the fact he's teaming with Cena going against the bloodline he is really getting that main event level sort of push now um, because yeah. you don't team with John Cena unless he probably agreed to that as well. He probably likes him. And I just think this is a very good things for yeah. him to come for him.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. I agree. I agree. Um, Malik, how do you think this tag match is going to go down?
0: Uh, it should be interesting. Um, I'm assuming LA Knight and Cena are probably going to win. It seems like you know they may be setting up LA Knight versus Roman soon. Um, so that'd probably be, you know, in the works, maybe for Crown Jew or something. Um, but it'd be interesting. I mean, I figured LA Knight was going to be his partner in which AJ Styles got taken out. Like, all right, well, there's only, other, there's only one other guy that's extremely popular on the roster that would fit in his LA Knight. So um, it'd be interesting, though. I'd be interested to see what happens. You know, the bloodline story can always go in so many weird directions, you know. So I'm interested hmm. to see where they go. But I mean, I think I would think LA Knight and, and Cena get the win. Hmm.
1: I think so. I think so as well. Um, Stu, what do you uh, what have you got to add about this uh, tag match, or or uh, s- just La Knight being seen as partner in general as well?
2: Yeah. So I mean, I think as Johnny said, the the week away from from TV and the spotlight kind of did help La Knight a bit because sometimes you can have a bit too much of a good thing, and actually. I would say eighty to ninety percent of the reason that either wrestling fans or the internet wrestling community or whatever turns on people is because we see them all the time. And, you know, it's already slowly starting to happen with Cody, because we have Mm. to see him every week doing the same thing every week. So actually having, you know, having LA night miss a week, you know, actually, like you say, Johnny people were really excited to actually see him. Like give it give people a reason to miss someone. Um I'm when we get onto it in a in a bit, I, I would also predict that we see um Cena and Knight come out on top in the tag match so I think it just sets up Roman to come back and be like, Can't you guys handle anything when I'm not here? And mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna handle this problem sort of thing. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I think it is it's nice to see someone who is put the work in to get over organically being put in the spotlight for it because that's what LA Knight has done.
1: Yeah, because you find a lot of the time as well, don't you, that if somebody gets over organically, WWE doesn't always like that. And they will then attempt to not bury that person, but take them off TV or take them away from you. Whereas LA Knight, they're kind of just letting that play out. Yeah so yeah Hopefully.
3: i think i think as well the the, the whole cena and ellie knight who gets the pinfall there i think cena should pin jimmy Uso because they're kind of where this all started and then maybe solo sakura has a match with la knight and solo expects that he's going to win because he runs over everybody and then ellie Knight picks the win up and then it's like well i've beaten solo there's only one person left really because we kind of know how this hierarchy is solo is below roman and then Roman Reigns is next, so I don't know if they're going to go with that. Maybe
1: that's a uh that's a big deal if they let LA Knight pin pin solo though, because uh, if I'm right, it's only Cody and Jay that have done it. Is that right?
2: Yeah, things yeah. sounds about right. Yeah,
1: so yeah, it's a bit it's a, it's a big deal pinning pinning solo, but I am I am excited to see the tag. No, it was um
0: it was um Cody and uh Sammy.
1: Sammy, it was, that's it. Yeah, yeah, uh, the two. Yeah, no, that that you are correct. I am incorrect. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're all we're all excited to see the tag match, and we're all happy that it's uh, it's LA Night teaming teaming with Cena. Yeah, be Before, cool.
0: yeah. I'll, be,
1: I'll be at the show too. I'm going. So. Oh, amazing! So oh, Malik please. will be at Fast Lane. So look out for him in the crowd. Do you um oh. do you do you take signs with you when you go?
0: Or nah, no, nah. I mean I'll be making content as always, but I don't you know. I... Signs aren't really big anymore, as you can see, like when you go yeah. to shows, it's, you know, not like it used to be, like, used to, oh my gosh, I mean, when I was a kid and I used to go to shows, we used to have signs all the time, I definitely would bring mm. signs, but now it's just not a, I don't know, I guess it's not a, it's kind of died down, I guess, because phones are, you know, social media is so popular, so everybody wants videos and stuff now, but mm-hmm. uh, I haven't brought a sign to a show in so long. People still do, though, there's some people, they're still, they're still out there, though, they're still out there. Yeah,
1: I know Johnny, you have a segment, don't you, where you pick uh, like the sign, sign of the week of from the show, week. don't you? Yeah.
3: Um there isn't many to choose from. So sometimes it's kind of like, well, I think mean, that one I guess, but you know, like back in the attitude era, like if I was going back and watch those shows, I'd have so many choices to pick. Um hmm. in fact when we get onto NXT, um as soon as this sign came up on NXT, I'm like, well, that's it. That that is the sign of the night, probably of the week, because it's fantastic. So we'll get to that at some point as well. Um, Well, um,
1: that is what we are going to talk about next. We are going to talk about the two uh, NXT Championship matches. But just before we do that, we do on this show, as you listeners know, play a game called Don't Delete the Tweet. And this week it will be Malik's turn. We're going to give you some thinking time now because we'll come back to this and get your answer at the end of the show. But you now get to pick a wrestler for stew to tweet and you get to tell him exactly what he has to say and he can't alter away from that in any way shape or form so you've got some <laughs> thinking time and we can uh we can circle back to your answer just before the end of the show but i'm excited to hear what it is i am excited to hear what it is um right <laughs> So the two NXT championship matches we saw last night at No Mercy. First of all, we will go we'll do them as they happened. First of all, we had Carmelo Hayes defending the NXT championship against Ilya dragunov And we'll jump to you first too because I know you're a big Ilya fan. What did you what did you make of this?
2: I'm um, I'm so glad they they pulled the trigger on giving Ilya that push as as champion um I don't know if I'm being really harsh in saying I don't know if this was the best match that these two have had, but I think that's just the levels of how good these two are and how good their matches against each other are because this was still a really good match. Um, I I said I got I got the rent the, the winner right just the way how how it was going to happen wrong, I thought would see Rick Williams cost. Cost Carmelo, um, but I am now wondering if they'll go down a, a Carmelo trick feud or if we'll see Carmelo go straight up to join the Hurt Prophets. Um, but I'll, I'm excited to see what they do with Ilya and feuds for him moving forward. Like, yeah, like I say, I'm such a big fan and I just think he's he can add such intensity to everything he, everything he does. So, one thing I am I am hoping they don't go down the complete sort of make him the new or a version of Gunther. Like I know they're very similar in their intensity and you know their style and stuff like that, but you know, they're they're very different people and very different performers. So let Dragonov carry on with what he's doing rather than making like Gunther point like
1: 2.0. Mm it's um it's interesting you say about the the mellow trick route as well because did you catch the the very last thing that you saw of no mercy which was mellow obviously backstage and the little look he gave down to the uh to the north american championship i, I caught that as well i thought that was a yeah, nice yeah, little yeah. touch to touch it's, to coming, it. and, it's coming it's coming
0: it's
1: coming malik what did you what did you think of this match and uh the possible mellow trick feud uh the match was great
0: uh i st- think their first match was a little bit better than their second one but i mean Ilya dragunov i've been a big fan of his for a while man i like him a lot uh carmelo hayes is great too i personally wanted trick williams to be the one to beat carmelo for the championship um but i'm not mad they pulled the trick on Ilya dragunov that's totally cool with me um he puts on great matches he brings so much intensity to the ring like he just god he just he's so freaking intense man it's crazy like i really like him a lot um Excuse me. I'd be curious to um, see what the future holds. I think they run it back for a third time for sure. I think they gotta have a third match. I mean, both guys have won one each, so I think it's only right to do a third one. Uh, maybe that's the one where Trick accidentally calls Melo the, the match. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that could be in a factor, but. Um, I really love uh, the, the match. So, NXT to me is the best show in wrestling right now. I, I enjoy NXT more than anything in mm-hmm. wrestling. I think it's better than AEW. It's better than Raw. It's better than SmackDown. It's better than Impact. I think NXT is the number one show right now. Uh, and NXT to me never really fell off. Even when they revamped it to 2.0, it was kind of a rebuilding system for a little bit. But mm-hmm. it still did, I still didn't hate it though. I thought it was still a good quality TV. But now they're kind of starting to pick back up to like the black and gold era vibes. And I really I like the interchangeable superstars on the main roster going down there and being a part of it as well. Um, I think it gives people some people bigger opportunities and she can could help shine a spotlight on certain people. So I really love NXT man. It's the one show I look forward to every week. So I definitely uh was was happy with the outcome and the show overall was was great. I mean the, the show definitely did disappoint. So uh, it was cool. I'm curious to see though. I think they run it back for a third time whether they wait for the next premium live event or do it on the episode of NXT, I don't know, but um i think Mello. I, I i think mellow probably comes up later next year i think him and trigger are probably going to do something in the i would assume at least they're going to do something uh elia though as far as his run honestly there's nobody clear cut as of right now that i can see beating him for the title as of right now like on the mm-hmm. roster like uh, I, I don't know the only other person to me that can really match his intensity is braun breaker but Braun has already been the champion. He's not going to win it again. I think he's come up to the main roster very soon. So um, he's the only other guy I feel like that can really match that intensity that Ilya has. So I don't know who's going to be that guy. I, I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, NXT's all really good about building up stars and creating stars. I mean, they can make stars in anybody in NXT. So is Baron Corbin going to get the title shot? It was, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. Dijak, you know what I'm saying? They ran it back in that last man sitting match. I, mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't know who who that guy's going to be. So I'm
1: curious to see what direction they're going with that. And it's, it, yeah, I com- completely agree with everything you say, but it's also interesting you say about NXT being the um, <clears throat> the best wrestling product on television right now, because I actually think we'd, we'd all be inclined to potentially agree with you. I mean, I'd made a video mm-hmm. the other day telling people not to sleep on NXT and how it's actually really underrated and give it a chance. But yeah, I, I'd be inclined to agree that right now it probably is one NXT, of the... Man.
0: NXT's always been good, man. Like it's it, NXT has consistently been good to me since 2014. I don't, I don't know when you guys started watching, but I started watching, keeping up with it again in 2014, and I've been hooked ever since. Like even NXT UK was good. Like I watched it mm-hmm. all. Like NXT takeovers, mm-hmm. so the UK were good. You know they they had some really good stars. Like a lot of people when they came to NXT some people in the group chat that i'm with they didn't know like who joe coffee was and gallus and all these guys and i'm i mean i'm, I'm in the chat like i'm like bro this is this i'm hyped let me say i don't know who these guys are and i've watched <laughs> like i watched you know i watched tyler Bates versus you no know, joe coffee it's take good i'm saying like i watched you know pete dunn and you know all these guys you know and you know have these matches and stuff so um i was excited to see a lot of those guys you know come down especially guys like Gunther and Italy dragon off man like watching those guys over there i'm like bro they gotta come down to the states man like that match they had with no fans at you know in, in the uk when there was nobody there i'm like this is insane like one of the craziest one of the most physical matches i've ever seen in my life like these guys are like i'm, I'm glad they, they they're having success down here because you never really know honestly who's gonna have success and not have success but there's a lot of great people that could there's the uk is pretty big in wrestling you know guys know so there's a lot of great wrestlers mm-hmm. over there even in the women's division too like you know you know, I wasn't really too, too familiar with uh, Lyra Valkyria like that, but she's really good. I'm like, bro, I like mm-hmm. her. Like, you know, she's Blair Devonport. Like, all these girls are like, these are these, these are some really, some really talented people, man. So, the UK is really, really um, big in the wrestling and stuff like that. As you guys know, like, I've been watching a lot of NXT. You know, I watched the tournament they did when they crowned the first NXT champ- UK champion of the whole tournament that they did, did over there. And I think it was, was it Cardiff thing they did it at, um, or somewhere. Like, uh, I don't know if it was I Cardiff. I think it might have been. Was, wrong. I think it was Carter, but like, man, we saw some of that stuff. Like, bro, like this is when Pete Dunn had, you know, was young and Tyler Bate was like nineteen. You know what I mean? Like when they were doing mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, I liked uh, a lot of those guys over there, you know. So I'm excited that most of them have been able to come over here now, and you know they're able to kind of showcase. Because it always kind of upset me, people where I'm from, like you know, people would always watch the main roster, but some of these people when they came up to the main roster, they they weren't familiar with like. Who they were i'm like bro like you're, you're you're not seeing the best version of them because not everybody made you used on the main roster the way they should so like if you watch you know if you are only watching the main roster and you just see carrying cross on the main roster then to you he might not be as good as he proceeds because you didn't see him in nxt like you didn't see how mm-hmm. dominant and dangerous he was you didn't see his presentation you didn't see him outside of wwe same people with like shinsuke nakamura like bobby Roode. you know all these people who came to NXT like if you just watch wwe and you only saw them on the main roster you may not see the best version of them because they may not be presented the best way so nxc is always about creating NXT around like 2018 reminded me so much of the attitude here right? because everybody was over on the roster everybody was doing something everybody was getting reactions anybody literally anybody on the roster was getting a positive reaction in some way everybody was in a feud takeovers were meant like NXT. 2018 was like so incredible. Like, I really love what NXT is doing, and you know Triple H passing on to Shawn Michaels. I think Shawn Michaels has done a great job doing mm-hmm. what he's doing down there. So NXT is like, they just have good quality. They see they see good stuff. They they know how to tell good stories. You know what I mean? Like they know how to put on a, a good product. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why why the main roster can't do that? I don't know. I, I yeah. can tell you, like, same company, but I don't, I don't know what the Maybe there are more sponsors on the main roster that they got to worry about. I don't know. But it's, like, NXT, man, it's, it's just consistently been good. And I, I truly think it's the best show in the rest of That's the That's the one show that I look forward to more than anything. Like, Raw SmackDown is great, and I'll watch it. But, like, I won't, I won't, I'm not missing an episode of NXT. Like, I will stop. If I had... If I had a date and she said, hey, let's go out at this time, I'm sorry. I can't, can't do it. I'm watching like. <laughs> NXT. Yeah. Go get them priorities. <laughs> Gotta get them priorities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm missing the NXT, like, you can miss a raw smack. Eh, maybe because you never know what can happen. But NXT is like, so unpredictable. That's what I really like. You never really know what can happen in NXT. That's why I really love it yeah. because it's so unpredictable. You never know who can. Listen, bro, two years ago when they showed Von Wagner on TV, I'm like, this guy's boring. Who is this guy? Two years later, he's one of the most over guys on the roster. How they how, how they managed to get him over, I'll never know, but they did they did it. They, 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 <laughs> they, they made me a believer in this guy. I am a believer in Von Wagner now. I'm behind him. I want to see him do stuff because they made me believe in him. Two years ago, I would have never I would never believe that. I was like, there's no way he's gonna do anything. He'll be gone. Now he's getting he's getting more more reactions than that's people on the roster. It, NXT can literally make anybody a star on the ring. It can literally be anybody. Trick Williams, another mm-hmm. example. He was a year ago, he was what, a sidekick? Now he's he may be even more popular than Carmelo Hayes right now, you could say. So
1: yeah. It, 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 when the uh when the fans get behind that whoop that trick, that's that's
0: loud. Man, that, that's loud. Look how they repackaged Baron Corbin. He was dead in the water. Nothing, bro. I was so dumb with him. I was tired. I didn't care what he did on the main roster. I was I was. whatever he was doing, I knew it wasn't gonna be trash. Yeah, he was he wasn't doing anything on the main roster <laughs> that was He was all trash, Ooh. but he comes back down to NXT. Now he got that presentation again. Now I'm I want to I wanna see what he can do. I, I was telling people, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, bro, I would love to see him ever run as the NFC champion at this point. Like mm. he deserved it, like they repackaged him Ooh. to make him feel they make they make me care about him again. Like I didn't care about him on the main roster because all he did was lose and had terrible gimmicks. So like, why do I mm. why do I care about this guy? But in the NXT, mm. I'm like, I, I'm starting to care about him again. So they can literally make stars out of anybody, man. Mm. Well,
3: same it. with uh, Dominic Mysterio. You know, yep. Dirty Dom, like again, we when he went down, and I know Don uh, Stu was saying, I'll oh, go down NXT and just you know, rot on the mid card there and not do anything. And now he is probably the most over, I don't know if you want to call it over, like he gets the biggest reaction of the night without yeah. a doubt.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah um, no doubt, and I want to see what Dominic Mysterio does. Um, I, saw, yeah. I said
0: it, didn't I? I did, I
2: did that video where it been about maybe a year ago now, something like that. But i I basically said that if Dom if Dominic's last name wasn't Mysterio, he would be on NXT and probably be absolutely floundering. And then he went with the judgment day and this whole character shape, like he's so literally great. one of the best things that they have over the, that they that they've had over the last year mm-hmm. or so now. Easily. Easily. I put, his,
0: I put his reinvention up there with like Austin and Rock and all those guys like when when the rock came in he was rocky my via stone cold came in as the ringmaster like that wasn't shit. you know what i mean like those guys weren't doing it There were those guys weren't going to go anywhere with those gimmicks and then they turned into the rock turned into stone cold like dom as the babyface run teaming up with his dad it was that was not it man people were I, I wasn't behind it i was like i'm not feeling it like i don't want him to be his dad i don't want any, i don't want him to be anything like ray mysterio like nothing like ray mysterio like make him his own type of character and now he can't grow Those boos, those are not piped in, bro. I've been to the audience. Like when he's, he can't, he really can't speak if they won't let him. Like it's like the heel he has is, it's incredible, man. Like to see how much further he's come and let his hair grow out to the mullet and everything. He has his own. He's more confident now. You can see, and he's having starting to have some really good matches too. Like I think he's having the best stretch of of matches that he's had throughout his career because he's starting to finally. Because in the beginning, like his matches, I mean, they were kind of like he was still kind of learning, but it's like. I felt like for me, he should have always been an NXT from the beginning. I think they should have thrown him down there in the beginning. But when I was like when I was like, you know, if I'm watching a Logan Paul match and I feel like Logan Paul is perform is doing better than Dominic Mysterio and this guy had barely got any experience, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he's he's still learning, but he's still going out there and he's putting on great matches. You know what I mean? Like that to me was kind of an issue. I'm like, Dom nah, got he gotta step it up or something, cause ain't no way somebody like Logan Paul who's coming who knows nothing about wrestling. Not even he like, mm-hmm. knows nothing about it. He's, he's learning everything he's doing basically in the moment and he's able to pick it up so well and perform like that i'm like dom gotta be able to do something man and he's through he's truly arrived man he's 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 become one of my favorites man i, I like what he's doing the matches he has good he, he like you say he makes me they make me care about him he's intriguing like he's a part of the show he's an important part of the show you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so he's gonna be he's gonna be fine i think a lot of us were kind of worried about him in the beginning like we don't know how far he's gonna go for this guy you know what i mean but I think he's he's gonna have a long
1: career, man. He's gonna be fine. Mm. Johnny, what did you uh, what did you make of this match?
3: That was good, uh, very very good. Um, as I say, I was uh, falling asleep, so I will have to watch it again. But I did the what the, the parts I did see very much enjoyed it. Um, I can't make a judgment on if it's better than the first one because again, sort of dipped in and out. Again, it's three in the morning here, so I'm trying to. Okay watch it live but um mm. always dragunov never puts on a bad match mm. um so that's something which like just where when it's a dragon off match it's very good
0: where is he from he's from russia right
3: he's yeah yeah, yeah, he's russian yeah yeah okay
0: okay i know he's from the uk but i like i like i don't know about you guys too but i feel like he i like the him growing out the goatee and stuff too it brings more like i feel like it brings more of a intensity kind of i don't know it brings more mm. of a kind of an intensity out of him you know the facial hair thing i'm kind of i'm, I'm liking that yeah i feel like
3: the uh reds contact lenses just yeah, looks so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
1: screams uh screams uh james bond villain to me yeah mm. he's no, one of those I've guys
0: heard. man that like you feel the like when he i like when he does the entrance and he like when he points at the camera like in the hard cam and they zoom in on his face like he's one of those guys i feel like when they zoom in on his face and they show the intensity, I'm like this guy can rip your throat out if he wanted to. Like mm-hmm. this guy, like he he feels that he takes the punishment too. Like the one most people that I know, they they really hadn't seen too much of Dragon off but like the first match they really were put on to him was his match against DiJack, the Last Man Standing match. And people were in my Discord like, bro, like I didn't know this guy. I was like, bro, I'm telling you, this guy is like that, bro, like he will get his ass beat in matches and and you still can believe he can he can come back and do something like it's it's crazy mm. it's, it's
1: it's crazy in a way and quite refreshing actually as well because we had uh, we had shana on last week doing the nxt no mercy predictions and it's quite refreshing to know that it works both ways obviously uk fans we pay attention to um, the american product wwe AEW, but it's nice to know that americans are paying attention to what happens over in the uk as well oh, that it works oh, yeah. both ways it's, it's quite refreshing to to know
0: bro that's on a bucket list a lot of you'd be surprised a lot of americans who are really hardcore wrestling fans like myself bro we love uk wrestling bro like i wish they i i, I pray you guys get a WrestleMania. i'm hoping that it happens mm. bro it's gotta like, happen,
1: guys, it's got to happen.
0: You, you guys deserve it bro it's long overdue like <laughs> I'm, I'm some people are complaining about the times. I'm like, bro, they, they we, we can have one year where we gotta watch WrestleMania early. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, I'm like, mm. it's one year, like they have WrestleMania in this in the states every year, bro. Like the crowd in the UK, like money in the bank. Oh my god, the atmosphere it's, it's incredible, man. Like the crowds are just the 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 international crowds are like, okay, I don't know if you guys watch Backlash, but like Puerto Rico, like mm. all these crowds are like, man, like I can't wait till they go to Australia next year. Like they, the crowds in different you know states and countries they're just they bring a different aura and you know like i said i've me and a friend of mine who, who's in one of my group chats like we watch everything you know when it comes to nxt so like we talk about nxt uk all the time like all the takeovers like we i watched all that stuff so i already knew how lit the crowds come like, Bro, the crowds are so incredible over there like it's a bucket like i i definitely want to go to a wrestling show in the uk it's on a bucket list of mine like i would to be in the crowd would it just be an incredible feeling and i'm glad you guys are starting to get more international shows because I think it's long overdue for the pay-per-views. Like, you know, Money in the Bank was great, but Clash of the Castle to me was one of the best shows I've ever. Been. Like that show was this—I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys got to go, but my god, that yeah. show was incredible. Like, mm-hmm. it was—it was such an incredible show. Like, it, I was—I was so happy that you know you guys got to be able to do something like that. So hopefully you guys will get more shows. I think WrestleMania should come eventually. Yeah, I mean, you could fit like how many people in Wembley Stadium? Like hundred thousand people or something like that in Wembley Stadium. You know what I mean? Like. They I think
3: it you could. Well, it's ninety thousand capacity, but then if you add like floor seats, it'll add another ten thousand at least. Yeah, they could get yeah, like you know, you know the whole like statistic of um hundred thousand at WrestleMania thirty-two.
0: You saw the numbers yeah. that AEW did when they brought in you know um, hmm. the last pay-per-view. What was it? Uh, All In. So, yeah. You know, that bro, WrestleMania. Oh my gosh, bro! I guess you could. It's gonna be. You can't. You can't even breathe in there. Probably it's gonna be so many people in there. Like people <laughs> yeah. it standing up because there's gonna be so and, many people. Like, and and here's my thing as well.
1: Surely, surely we've we've had this discussion before, but surely you do not let John Cena come out and say that at Money in the Bank unless oh, yeah. unless you're thinking about it. Unless you're at least thinking about it.
0: Yeah, because I, I mean I don't know what all plays into it. I don't know how they book the stadium stuff. I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not a business guy. I don't work for WWE, so that's something they all gotta do and everything. But I mean Russell in the UK, that's that, that's gonna be so big. That's that's big. Like there's just so many things, and I think they really they really need to st- they really need to have it before most of the bigger kind of stars aren't doing it anymore like Brock you know like Cena Roman like you got to do it before some of these guys are gone you know what I mean like I don't know how much longer Brock Lesnar going to be around like he already 46 you know what I mean like he could still go in the couple years he wanted to but Brock you know does what he wants so if he if tomorrow he says hey I'm done wrestling he, then he's done wrestling you know what I mean like mm. you know how much longer these guys John Cena he's not around much you know what I mean like who knows how much longer Roman Reigns will be around when he loses the title? You know what I mean. Like some of these guys, you've got to really—they got to do it before it's too late, man. Because if they would have did this years ago, I mean, you could have got guys. You could have got it. You, you if you—if they would have done this ten years ago, then you would have known you, you're going to get a John Cena, a or Randy Orton. You know what I'm saying? Like Chris Jericho, like all these guys would have been there. You know what I mean? Because they were there. But nowadays, it's like I really think they—they they should do it while some of the bigger stars that some people may want to see are still there. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure mostly like if they had wrestling in the UK, I'm sure people would want to see Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? It's Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Like I've yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. Brock Lesnar in person and it's, it's a it's a different aura, you know what I'm saying? When he comes out. Like I you know certain people when they come out, it's cool, but when Brock comes out it's it's different. It's like, oh shit, like, it's Brock Lesnar. You know I mean? he brings that type of that type of vibe to him. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's some of these people that if they definitely have to, you know, still be around i think you know to do that kind of wrestlemania i think they should especially with it being two nights i mean the crowd would be so stacked and plus you wouldn't want nxt i think NXT <laughs> is part of it too like you know a lot of great things so i mean hopefully they do it i mean i know uh next year they're they've already kind of hinted where it's going to be they're kind of thinking minnesota right now so because mm. they just they just built a new stadium for the vikings so and you could fit like 80 90 000 people in there so it's a brand new stadium. It's just, it's the reason they went to LA this year because they built SoFi. They, they just built that stadium not long ago. So, whenever they build a, anytime they build a new stadium, they're already talking about, you know, five years from now, the Titans uh, in Tennessee are building a new stadium for the for the Tennessee Titans, and they're already they've they already got it locked down like for twenty twenty seven. Like oh, we're having WrestleMania there because it's a brand new stadium. So they wanna they wanna intrigue those things, but mm. UK WrestleMania it's long overdue, man. Like I don't see why. They've never done it. I don't understand why they've never done it. I mean, you go back to yeah. watch Summer, SummerSlam '92, one of the best Summer Slams ever. Great show. Mm. And I mean, like, why they why they never had a WrestleMania in the UK? I I don't even know why I didn't, they didn't didn't even have pay per views in the UK for you know on the main roster. It took them this long to finally start doing yeah. it.
1: Took forever. Mm. Took forever. But yeah, I I hope that we do get we do get a Mania as well. There is one more match that uh, happened on NXT that we are going to talk about. We are going to now have a look at the NXT Women's Championship, which was going in the NXT Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, defending against Tiffany Stratton in an Extreme Rules match. You guys yeah. know that I love an, ex- an Extreme Rules match. And I will say two things before I come to you first, Johnny, to get your thoughts. Firstly, find me a better women's match this year, because I don't think you will. And secondly, this has to be, for me, a match of the year contender. It has to be up there. It was so good. It was so perfect. But, tony what do you think?
3: Well, it's taken a girl who's been wrestling two years to carry someone who's been there for 10. So, um, you know, Becky Lynch to me. I've mentioned my opinion of her. I think she's good, but I think I just, I'm not like, oh, yeah, she's one of the greatest for me. I just, I don't feel it with her. Tiffany, I think she's very, very good. I mean, she's obviously learning from Ludwig Kaiser as well, her partner, who I imagine probably helps train her as well. You know, And she is so talented. And, you know, she's got a lot of people around her who can train her to be that good. But she's picked it up in two years, and I don't think people are really giving her the credit that she deserves, because two years to go toe-to-toe with the WrestleMania main eventer, like I don't know. I think she's fantastic. The high flying moves that she does, she has the power as well. She can do both sides of things very, very well. Being able to do that suit, that Swanton bomb better than Wardlow, better than Jeff Hardy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to bring Wardlow into this. Um, and also the. Uh, we, we don't
1: talk about Wardlow on here. We don't talk about <laughs> Wardlow on here.
3: <laughs> Basically, Malik and um, Stu adores Wardlow's, like, the bits. He just everything about Wardlow he loves. Everything
0: about Wardlow. I was about, uh, a buddy of mine was behind him, too, but I was like, bro, they, they ruined him. This is the, the Wardlow. They, they should have pushed have They should have strapped the rocket to him as soon as he beat MJ the but they didn't do
3: it. Yeah, um, but let's just say that Tiffany Stratton does the most beautiful moonsault. Just my words. Um, and yeah, very, very good match. Extreme Rules matches are brilliant. I always found it quite funny though that the, the table didn't break because obviously mm-hmm. they're not as heavy as the male superstars. So when a woman's jumping through the table, she's not as heavy, so it doesn't break. And I thought that was quite strange, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, great match, as I say, match of the year contender. It's funny, the other, it's, I talk about Becky Lynch not being one of the best, but then the other best match of the year was probably the cage match mm-hmm. involving Trish and Becky Lynch. So,
1: and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the recurring theme is big time Bex. It's big time mm-hmm. Bex. I'm telling you, uh, Malik. Malik, what did you what did you think of this match?
0: Uh, I don't know about match of the year contender for me. I I still think the best women's match to me was Rhea and Charlotte at WrestleMania. I mean, think it's gonna be hard to tell for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that match at WrestleMania was. Yeah, that. It was, it was cooking i ain't gonna lie they 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 stayed sh- they, they went out there and made a statement because they felt they should have been the main event and they, they went out there and they put on a banger the cage match was really good too with tristan becky lynch did get trish stratus her best match since she's been back in the, in the company so i will give that i am uh excuse me i'm kind of on the same with becky too like she is one of the greatest but as far as in ring why she's okay you know what i'm saying she's her moveset is kind of like that i think she's the last out of the boards woman to me she's the most popular but i i don't think she's better than bailey i don't think she's better than shots i don't think she's better than charlotte either so i think she's just she's the most popular and she has the most charisma as far as connecting with the fans i feel like um but as far as match quality i think those three can have better matches than her with anybody if she if they wanted to uh but becky's still great though she's still a legend uh tiffany Stratton, i really like her a lot she has the it factor i will say that Uh, Mm um she has the it factor. she uh definitely be a future main event for the women's division for years to come. Like she she has that type of she just has it, bro. I don't know she just has it. There's no other way to put it. She just has mm. it. So uh her losing, I know some people were upset that Becky beat her twice I every mean, day. She'll be fine. Stephanie Shreddon will be fine. Be fine. You know what I'm saying she'll be all right. maybe she's they're ready for her to come to the main roster already. I don't know. But well, I, I think she's ready. I, I think she's ready to go. Yeah. Yeah I mean maybe maybe they feel like she's ready. So uh, I think Becky's gonna put over somebody else who could use it? Maybe like a Lyra Valkyria, or somebody else she, who they want to push and make a star out uh, mm. of NXT Women's Division, which is why I believe Becky is the champion. Because when the time comes, she's going to drop the title to somebody that the the company NXT is very high on and want to make a star. And Tiffany Stratton, I feel like was already there. She could have beat Becky, and it would have made her a bigger star. But I think she'll she'll be fine. Though, like I don't really if you look at the women's division on the roster, I mean, I don't know how many people you look, look at could, that could really challenge Tiffany and beat her as a legit threat, but Becky is a threat because she's more experienced. So it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. for, for Becky to get the better hand of her. Um, and then Becky loses somebody else that you could help make a star in the division to, you know, be bigger than they are. So the match was good though. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed the match. Mm. Mm. Um
1: taking what, people might say as the the pretty girl and taking her out of her comfort zone and sticking her in that extreme rules match, but she she seemed like she was right at home.
2: Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely and again I think i I kind of echo a little point of of agreement in pretty much everything that the, the rest the rest of you have said. I think for me the, the three matches of the year for me, or ladies' matches of the year for me were have been Rhea Charlotte. Becky, Trish, and Becky, Becky Tiff. Um, I, I think the X factor, or the next X factor for the women's division, is going to be what they do with Jade Cargill. Are they if they put mm-hmm. if they put Jade Cargill on NXT? She is the one that beats Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. or or if they put her straight onto the main roster and have her win the Rumble. It'd be one I think it's gonna be one of them two things. Um, but I think your next big megastar will be will be Jay Cargill. Um I think if Jay Cargill doesn't go to NXT and beat Becky, I would really like to see uh Blair Davenport do it because I think she's great. Um but again, as Malik said and you know, I said it in videos as well, Lyra Valkyra is so good and arguably probably Probably other than the matches with the match with Charlotte, I'd say Lyra's probably given Rhea her best matches this year. Uh, po- quite possibly. um So yeah, I think she's also got it. It's just whether they go in a different direction depending on what they do with Jay Cargill first. Like mm. mm-hmm. that, like that.
0: Jade, if she um. I don't know what they do with her. I don't know if she goes to NXT or not. Uh, I think NXT would be good for her. If she goes to NXT, I think she went title on her debut match. Like I think she had sleep. They about her in the first match. Uh, um, if she goes to main roster, one in the Rumble could be a possibility. I mean, she's. I don't see how they could make her a superstar. She's bigger than everybody in the like. She just has a different look than anybody in the division. Like, if they build her up correctly, to me, and she has the experience. She could be like another China, where like she could fight dudes if they if she, if she wanted to. Like she could, mm-hmm. she could go out there and fight. You know, maybe uh an Apollo cruise or somebody like that. You know what I mean? Like China was fighting Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. like and you you could believe China could be Chris Jericho because she she had that type of aura to her. You know, if they want mm-hmm. to build like, Jane Cargo, they could probably build her up to to maybe get to that direction. If you know, I don't. I mean, because I don't know what the plans are for her. I'm sure they'll probably have big plans for her. just. But if she goes to NXT, there's no way Shawn Michaels isn't is making her a star. There's no, there's no way she's not like. You let Shawn Michaels
3: mm-hmm. get you know, get his hands on Jay Cargill. She may never lose. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I not, think with Jade Cargill, uh, I feel like the way WWE have like booked her already, like talked about this big star. I've never seen them do this. Like this is apart from maybe Gable Steveson, I've never seen them like advertise someone like this before they've even had a match. Like
2: a went so big well. Deal.
3: Yeah, and like I just feel like, well, NXT's still considered developmental and the way they're booking her talking about her, it sounds like she doesn't need that. So I feel like she might go straight to the main roster. There's more women, I think, to fight on NXT and I think that would be good for her to do that. But I just the way they're just bigging her up is this like like the next big thing in women's wrestling. I just feel like, well, what's the point in going to NXT? I just feel like I'll go straight to Rowan Smackdown.
1: I tell you what. Here's a way for them to make a statement if they really want to do it, and I know Stu's not going to like it. But if they really want to make a statement of how dominant she's going to be, have her appear on the main roster, and like Malik said, win win the title on her debut, but have her beat Rhea there and then, and just take it
0: from Rhea. I said that too. I mentioned yeah, that too. I mentioned you know. that too to so people, because um, I mean. They haven't done that much with a lot of people. They did it with Gail Kim when she came, they did it with Paige when she came up to the main roster. You know what I mean? So, like you know, Carlito when he debuted, he won the U.S. title. So, it's like you know, they, they don't do it as much. So, I wouldn't be opposed to because I wouldn't believe that Jay could do it. You know what I mean? So, it's, mm. it'd be different if it was somebody that you just be like, why? Who's this? But, like, if they want to do that and make her an immediate star, I mean, that's 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 the way to do it,
1: Absolutely. and then. And then surely there's some sort of storyline there as well about Dom and Rhea both not having belts at the same time, but the rest of Judgment Day having them. They're, they're, there's something they could work in there, I'm sure. Yeah. Um So I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed both of those matches. I thought they were both great. Um, but we will move on. And just before we go into our fast lane predictions, there is just one more thing that I want to get your guys' thoughts on. Christian Cage has been given the main event. At Wrestle Dream, he is in the main event. This is coming off the back of hearsay and gossip, and there's no concrete evidence. But is there? Could we see Edge, Adam Copeland, debut in AEW? What What other reason is there for Christian to have this main event, Malik? What What do
0: you think? Well, I mean, I know it's in Darby Allen's hometown, so that probably plays a key into it. Uh, if he's going to win the championship. I oh, mean, I don't know. I personally don't want to see Edge in AEW. I just feel like at this. Neither
1: stage, do I. Neither do I.
0: I feel like at this stage in his career, I just feel like he would fit better with WWE. You know, if this was Edge a couple years ago, I think it would have been great. But and he could still have good matches. I mean, he can go to AEW and Russell, Kenny Omega, or Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole. I mean, they could they could have great matches, no doubt. But I feel like Edge. Is more of a storytelling type of guy, and to me, AEW doesn't really rely on storytelling. They rely on good match quality. WWE is a storytelling type of company. I feel like he would fit better with WWE. Everything he's done since he's been back, I've enjoyed. I, I love the stuff he did with Randy. You know, the stuff he did with Seth Rollins, I thought was great. The stuff he did with Roman Reigns, the stuff he did with Judgment Day, like I liked all the things that he did. And I just I don't know. I just feel like at this stage. WWE I feel like there are certain guys that are just made for WWE I think he's one of them like I think he's just a WWE made fit guy because it works for him somebody like a Brian Danielson could go to different promotions and do different things and it would feel right because he had success outside of WWE before he went there you know what I mean like Edge all his successes come from WWE you know what I mean so like I don't know I just I personally just feel like WWE just meant for him at this stage in his career because I don't think he's Mm going to be wrestling too much longer if he does go um, but I mean if he does go to AEW, I'm not gonna be against it. I'm not gonna, you know, crap all over the man for it. It's his it's his decision, his career. He can do whatever he wants. Um mm-hmm. and not saying he couldn't have a good run, you know. Like I said, I think I would love to see Edge versus Kenny Omega, that they would have a great match, you know, Edge versus Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, you know, Edge versus Jay White. You know what I'm saying? A- MJF, you know, the promo battles him and MJF could have that would be incredible. You know what I mean? Like I think he could he could have a lot of great things in AEW, but I don't know. Most of the older guys in AEW, like Sting and Jericho and all those guys, they I don't know, man. Like, I'm not really into what they mainly do with them. You know what I mean? Like, Jericho stuff could be hit or miss. Sting, I mean, I am not really been cared about anything that he's done since he's been in AW. I mean, he could still put on some good matches at his age and everything, but it's like, I don't know. For me, it's just like Sting's is not that guy anymore for me. Like, he's not that dude anymore. Like, Edge, I just feel like if he went there, he would be able to have – probably created control over the things that he did which is fine i just i don't know man it just feels i don't know if you guys agree. Right. feels it feels weird you know edge and aw is like this is weird to me like when all those other guys went like i said brian Danson when they went to the ftr and you know, all these other guys went it didn't feel weird to me like, like oh adam cole at aw that's great you know what i'm saying like, he could fit there but edge i'm like oh, edge though like mm-hmm. i don't know man that's just that's so weird it's like a brock lesnar shirt at the aw it's like brocks mm-hmm. and aw like I don't know. John Cena's an AW. Like imagine hear that John Cena's an AW. You know what I mean? Like that mm. just, they just they don't sound right. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like Edge and I don't know Edge and AW. This is that's so weird to me, man.
1: Mm. It would be yeah, he's he's my all time favorite Edge. So it would be it would be weird to me as well. And I kind of don't want to see it. I think one of the main factors that could potentially get, get him through the door could could be Christian. Um, but um, Stu, what 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 do you think? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm. Um, I'm much the same like i wouldn't you know suddenly go to hate in edge if he turned up in aw um but i yeah i it would feel it would feel very off to me and i also from a from a a logical wrestling fan viewpoint i don't think it would make sense because and we spoke about this earlier the, the thing is edge would have to come in realistically to help christian that makes the most sense but edge is so universally popular there is no way the, the like the crowd starts booing him like because he's edge so then you've got a heel or quote unquote heel that is probably popular than 90 percent of your roster which you then pair him with Christian, who is, other than Dom, probably the biggest heel or getting the biggest heel reactions in the business at the minute, it doesn't make any sense. And I know that, like we've said, AEW isn't really the biggest on storytelling, but it, it's still, there needs to be some semblance that it makes some sense in some way, shape or form. And I, I just don't, I don't see it making a lot of sense. Um, again, I guess with it being in Derby's hometown that might draw a little bit of heat, but I, yeah, I, I can't see that being, you know, the thing that makes everyone turn on, on edge. I don't, I don't see it, but yeah, like, Mm. like Malin said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on it if it does happen, but it it does feel a little bit sort of, yeah, it it doesn't quite feel a hundred percent to me. And I also think, and I said this to you boys earlier, like, I feel bad for Christian and Derby if it is a case of, oh, we're giving you guys the main event, but we're not actually giving you guys the main event because you've worked your asses off for the last three or four months. And we want to give you this big payoff. We're giving you the main event because it will be the biggest like ending for edge to make his debut. Like that feels Mm. a bit harsh as as well.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I can see that. Um, Johnny, firstly, uh, what do you think? And secondly, if it does happen, is is there a name change in there? I know you were you were trying uh, to uh, advocate for Corner to be uh, yeah. Uh,
3: new Corner network. makes his debut in AEW. Um, I actually yeah, think that the, the level of Edge is. I actually think that he could probably come as Edge because, like, he probably has got some kind of uh, thing in his contract where Edge is his thing. Because everyone knows who he is, and and to call himself anything else apart from Adam Copeland just seems ridiculous. Um, uh, he,
0: he needs to go back to his old school name, man. He needs to be Sex and Hardcastle. Sex, sex
3: and Hardcastle. I mean, you know, he never got a chance to show what he can do, so maybe do that. Um, honestly, I, I would be very shocked to see it because, you know, the return at the Royal Rumble 2020, I was like, ah, uh, that won't happen. Like, it's not going to happen. Then it does. You know, so I don't know. I mean, I guess it could happen, and I shouldn't be too shocked by it because its I've, been, I've doubted it before, Edge returning, and he ended up coming back. Yeah. So I can see it's happening, but I do feel like we'll still try and go with an Edge and Christian reunion as a heel tag team. There's no other tag team in this uh, place, apparently, that can take out FTR. Well, we're the greatest of all time, so we can do it. You know, and have a thing with the Hardy Boys, going, you're just washed up you know, you've tried so hard to get back to that level he used to be at, but unfortunately, you just aren't capable of doing that, but we are, and Christian getting the chance to be the main focus this time, and Edge is always it's always been Edge and Christian, as you say. Christian is the number one heel in wrestling, like, he's just a horrible human being, and it's fantastic, and it's nice to see that he's getting that attention that he deserves, and I think that Edge coming into AEW wouldn't be to dethrone Christian, but to work alongside him. But I still feel like he should have one more WrestleMania. And I, I don't I don't like the idea of him being in AW, but I'm not gonna stop watching because he's there, you know. I'll interested see where it goes. I just would prefer he doesn't.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And save that WrestleMania for the one that happens in London, so us UK mm-hmm. fans get to see him one more time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we're we're all in an agreement. If it happens, we're not going to hate on it. But we'd we pro- if we had a preference, we'd probably all rather see him still in WWE. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Great.
1: So, with that being said, we will now move on to. The main focus of the episode, Um, but we'll probably do them a bit more quick fire than than usual. We will still talk about them, obviously, to get you guys at home know what we are talking about. But we're now going to do fast lane predictions and we're going to jump straight into two matches that haven't been made official, but are likely to happen. Well, I know, Johnny, actually, you talk us through this one first because you said that before we came on the air, you uh, saw that the tag belts will be on the line, but there's no opponent.
3: Yeah, so it's been announced on the on the Twitter or the X, whatever you want to call it these days. Um, it's been officially announced that the Judgment Day will defend their tag titles, and you can bet your house on it being Keon Sami's in, but of course that's who it's going to be. I would love it to be somebody else. But... Oh, I
0: think I think it's going to be. I disagree. I think it's going to be Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes. Oh, okay. right then, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's what I think it's going to be because. Uh... I mean, they're, they're beefing with Judgment Day, and nobody wants to see Kalen. So we, 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 no, we do.
3: No. <laughs> they have good matches.
0: So we're on. They have good matches, but we're done. Yeah. We're done with that. Yeah. Jay hey, Uso yeah. only has one friend. That's Cody. Cody's the reason Jay's in WWE. It isn't? Is on Raw, and Jay didn't want to be part of the Judgment Day. They're beefing. Cody's beefing with them. I mean, that's a fresh new matchup right there.
3: Could we see, okay, then? So, if that happens, you've seen obviously, uh, apparently Cody Rhodes has been attacked by Omos on live shows. Could this yeah. be where almost takes him out or anything like that? Honestly, I
0: don't want to see that for you. I don't want to yeah. see it I don't.
1: I don't think anyone
0: does. No but one does. No one does. <laughs> well, no, no, I, I like, I like Omos now. Don't get me wrong, I, I'm a big fan of Omos. I just don't want to see it because Omos is going to lose again, and you know? I'm tired of him losing. He needs to be in a feud that he can win, and there's no way he's beating Cody in the feud. So I, I don't want to see it. Like I don't want to. I don't want to see him lose to any more stars. If they're gonna put Omas back on TV, they need to make him a star. Otherwise, don't do anything with them. So maybe I mean it might be where Omas comes out. If Jay and Cody get the title shot, I don't see them winning. So maybe that could play a factor. Um, I, I think Cody and Jay get the shot though. I mean I don't. I'd be kind of surprised if they didn't have Cody. A match at something. I mean, the last paper, the last paper, you didn't have a match, but he was still he did something on the show. You know, what I mean, he made an appearance, said mm-hmm. hi. You know, what I mean? so yeah. I think, Cody. I mean, Jay is one of the most over single guys right now too. So I mean, I think uh, they get the tag match, and they I mean they lose for sure. Um, I think, I think Sunday, sad next Saturday. Sorry, next Saturday is going to be the official welcoming of J.D. McDonough in the group. Because he didn't, there's no way he's not in the group at this point. You know I mean, he didn't, mm-hmm. he doesn't he help judgment day out twice. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I think, I think Saturday at Fastlane is when they're going to accept him into the group as a full member, uh, against Cody and, and, and Jay. That's what I see happening, hopefully. So
1: mm-hmm. I'm gonna go on record and make a prediction that whoever the judgment day end up defending against. Be it Cody and Jay, Sammy KO, Sammy and Jay, and then Cody get uh, KO gets even more annoyed at Jay. So whoever it is, Judgment Day retain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah,
3: Judgment Day retain. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: agreed. agreed,
1: agreed. And the other match, so we've got a contract signing between Gunther and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I assume you don't really normally do contract signings if it's gonna be on another episode of Raw the match itself. Maybe that's for usually for a pay per view. So we'll look at is if this match is gonna be on fast lane. Again, I I love Tommaso Ciampa, but I don't think he's the one. I don't see him beating Gunther perfect. Personally, I'm gonna say Gunther
0: retains. Yeah, he got her back him up easily. He ain't being losing to Ciampa. So mm. I don't see that. I mean, I don't know who beats Gunther. I don't know. I i do not know. Mm. What is at this point? Mm-hmm. Maybe if I had to pick one of I, mean, I would say maybe Jay Uso, but I don't I don't really know though I don't I don't I'm not, I'm still not really I don't really know I, don't, I have no idea like, I, don't, I don't know.
1: Mm, it's the uh, the biggest mystery of twenty twenty three, Johnny. <laughs> who do you think wins this match?
3: Oh, Gunter, yeah, Gunter wins. Yeah. But now the title record has been broken. It's not as unbelievable to see someone beat him because now he's broke the record. There's nothing left for him to do with that IC title apart from just like keep making the record even longer even more unbeatable. So sooner or later somebody's going to beat him. And just like Roman Reigns, whenever that happens, it'll be a shock. No matter I who think, it is, I think.
0: So my I'm just gonna say this now. Uh, it is October first for people who are listening. So you go back and look at this, there's just no I said it. Uh I think Guther Loses the title at the Royal Rumble and then he wins the Royal Rumble after that's that same night Because for him to lose the title, he's gonna have to get something bigger So he'll lose the champion. He'll lose the championship at the Rumble Maybe the first match something and then he'll come back and win the Royal Rumble and go on to WrestleMania to fight for the world title That's what I see happening Hmm. now. who I don't know, but that's when I see him losing
3: Yeah, I'll say with uh, with Gunter in the Royal Rumble. I'm thinking well, he's been at number one lasted 75 minutes so if he comes in any later than one, he has to win because he's proven he can go all the way. Mm-hmm.
0: I think they do, I think they pretty much do what they did last year. I think the final two will be him and Cody. And this time, Cody will lose because they're going to play more into the, re, you know, the him getting to Roman type redemption stuff, you know, this time. So that's what I see happening. I think Cody comes in at number one next year. I think he's number one. And then Gunther may be number 30. So he may be the, like, they may switch, you know what I mean? Sw- switch spots. So, uh, that's what I see happening. I think it makes the most sense because for Gunther to lose the title, he's been built up so dominant, such as a big star. Like, we know he's getting the world title eventually. At least we want to believe he's going to be the world champion eventually. Like, how could he not? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So for him, for him to lose it, he has to be able to gain something bigger. What bigger than the World Rumble? So I think that's that That to me makes the most sense. You have him lose the title at the Rumble. Okay, he can lose, that's fine. It goes on. Wins the Rumble? Now, now he's made up for it. No, no, no. Now, okay, he lost that title, but he just won the Royal Rumble. So,
1: hmm mm-hmm. um, Stu, you you like Tommaso Champa. Is it, is I he do. the I, one for you?
2: I, I do like Tommaso Ciampa. I'm repping some Ciampa, Ciampa merch. Um, it's gonna seem massively now that you've asked me after asking Malik, but I'm copying Malik. Um, but I was gonna <laughs> say if if this match was happening at the Rumble, or was happening, you know, the pay per view before the Rumble. I would be slightly inclined to back Champer because I th- I I said ages ago that I think Gunther will win the rumble. Um but I think yeah I think this is too early. I don't think this is the one. This is the time for for Gunther to lose so I I'm, I'm also going Gunther. If you guys who
0: if you guys had to pick somebody who would you want to see be Gunther? If you had to pick somebody. I Jim.
3: think God Gable for me. Always I think God Gable. He-
1: the person that deserves it more than anyone and they would have to work a way to get this back around again but it's seamus i think it's seamus that deserves it
2: Ooh, okay, okay okay what about you Stu? so mine is far-fetched
1: but- Rhea ripley
2: yeah uh, no, my, mine's far-fetched but there's a story for it um i would have john cena beat gunther because then i'd have cena do his open I would have him do his open challenges, and I'd have Chad Gable beat Cena.
0: I am going to throw out a completely different wild card name than y'all. Not gonna, to me, somebody who beats Gunther has to be somebody I can believe. Somebody who maybe can outmatch him in strength, size, and to me, if I'm gonna book it, I'm having Bronson Reed beat Gunther. That's who I'm picking. That's that's be who happy my, with us, yeah. I mm. would be. I really like Bronson Reed, and if he matches up against Gunther, it would be to me a legit threat. I mean, look at Bronson Reed. So I mean, look at the guy. You know what I mean? So I think he—he's I mean, bigger than Gunther, arguably stronger than Gunther. You know, he hits that tsunami. It's, it's over. You know, so I—I mm-hmm. I, I think uh, Gunther, and that would instantly help make you know Bronson Reed a, a top main event guy, in, or in the in the mid card scene at least. You know, what I mean, like that would help solidify him. You know what I mean? Which. He hasn't been positioned too bad on the main roster, but he, you know he's he's he's. It seems like they're still trying to make him credible. He's won some some matches, lost some matches here and there, but it seems like they're they're kind of just kind of messing with him a little bit to see what they really want to do with him. But if I'm doing it, I, I think Bronson Reed would be the perfect guy because when you match matching everybody like Chad Gable would be a great underdog story. You know, Sheamus would be a, a great one too because him having grown as IC champion would be great. You know you mentioned john cena you know be grand slam champion so that'd be cool too but i think for me the way i look at it if you're going to have Gunther to drop the title it kind of has to be the same thing with roman reigns like it has to help create somebody another star you know what i mean so if they're going to help create another mid-card guy you know unfortunately for chad gable i just don't see him being out of the tag team division i think he's going to be stuck with alpha academy and stuff mm-hmm. and sheamus I, I think that's past and gone and John Cena, unfortunately, I think his days of winning titles are over with. So, I think Bronson Reed would be a perfect guy to do it. I mean, that would help instantly boost his credibility to me. And then he could be another guy you could build up, like who can stop this guy? Who, who can beat Bronson Reed? You know what I mean? Like who can beat this, mm-hmm. this this massive of a man? You know what I mean? So that's the way I look at it. I, I, I would try mm-hmm. to help create another star. And when I look at Raw roster, I mean, who Gun- Gunther's on Smoked the roster already. Right? He's on Beachhead Gable. He's done beat you know Seamus he's done beat Ricochet he's done beat you know pretty much half the guys I'm saying he's done beat pretty much Xavier Woods I'm saying he's done beat everybody so Drew McIntyre you know I'm saying he's pretty much done beat a lot of the top guys but Bronson Reed and him haven't even been on TV yet and you know Bronson Reed were to match up against Gunther I think at least for me maybe some people wouldn't want to believe it because they may not be behind Bronson Reed because he isn't as popular but for me if i if Monterey came out and he said i'm next i'm looking at him like oh you in trouble I'm like nah this guy it, it, i mean that to me i, I would be in, that's to me I, I think it would be great i'd be into it
1: i'm just gonna chuck another name out there now this isn't uh an up-and-comer for the mid-card scene but it is a guy that wwe mm-hmm. could make it believable and he was a great intercontinental champion and he's also a great transitional champion but the Miz.
0: Mm-hmm. I need you to say the Miz, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't know the I don't know if I can. I don't know. Another you know <laughs> name we didn't even throw out there. I mean, if we're honestly talking about somebody who we know can match Volter's intensity and have his numbers, Ily Dragonoff. That's that's yeah, yes. mm-hmm. God, took, That's the guy that took the UK title from him. You know what I mean? It made him tap. That's the only time I think I've ever seen Walter tap in the WWE. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he just won the, the NXT championship, so we don't know. But I mean. If they match, we know the story. So guys like us, we we watch the matches. You know what I'm saying? I watched the matches mm-hmm. they had So if, Gun- if Gunther issued an open challenge at the Rumble, and Ily off came out, I'd be like, "Oh shit, Gunther about mm-hmm. the to beat Ily because Ily off I know can beat Gunther because I seen him. I saw it with my own eyes. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we've all gone for Judgment Day retain. All gone for Gunther retains. Yes, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll waver on the next one, uh, but we'll look at the matches now that we've actually got confirmed. Starting off with the Latino World Order: Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and either Joaquin Wild or Cruz Del Toro versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, aka according to Stu, the Hurt Profits. Um, <laughs> Stu. Who do you see winning this match?
2: Hurt Profits. Hurt Profits profits. win this. They they, they, they have to because they need to to carry on. Again, I said it last week. It seems like every faction that WWE has can't get along. There has to be some dissension in every faction, apparently, at the minute. Um, And that's happening in the LWO. I think we'll see a little bit of a a turn from escobar at some point um and it seems like they're gonna put a lot of stock in the hurt profits so it, it doesn't make sense for them not to not to win this for me mm-hmm. Malik,
0: yeah there's there's no way the hurt profits as he's calling them could lose everything they're, <laughs> they're still putting them up as a faction they have to you know i liked uh what i saw on smackdown you know a lot of people were kind of concerned last week because bobby last week was kind of dissing the street Profits, but i think it was just for the story to get the, you know, the street profits to bring out the intensity they need to bring out you know what i mean like when they first came out with bobby then they still have the same entrance same gear something like are they are they not changing who they are or are they still the same mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. i think we see the change that i'm looking for okay now we we changing everything about this now okay now they understand oh this is what this we need to go there okay that, that's what mm-hmm. we're gonna do so no Way they don't win. I mean, the I'm assuming Santos is going to want to turn on Ray eventually because he just lost. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, Bobby and, and the Street for sure.
1: Mm. Uh, Johnny, are you wavering away at all? Or you no, doing agreement? the same
3: thing, but uh, I do have a question about just uh, question that the booking of this where you're mentioning Cruz del Toro or Joaquin Wilde. like mm. why? Why we're we picking one of them? Like, <laughs> they're not really. They haven't been booked in such a way that I can go, oh yeah, that's fair, you know, they have something else going on. What why are we doing one or the other? It just seems really uh, strange.
0: I think it's gonna be Ray, Joaquin Wild, and Cruz del Toro. Like I think they have a vote or something, and then like yeah. maybe they out, maybe they kind of stun Santos. Like they have a vote and like, uh oh, sorry Santos, you know, like Ray's the champ, you know what I'm saying? You you got to sit this one. Something like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something like yes. that where you're gonna have to take a back seat and kind of then he's gonna kind of be a little bit more salty. So that's what I kind of see happening.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think with the uh, the other thing I thought of, it could have been added as an eight-man tag match and add somebody else into the group, which hasn't officially been formed yet. But
0: oh, be um, my... oh, God, please. Uh,
3: That's something I had thought about, yeah. Mm. Um, But it'll be, you know, a decent match to see them, you know, now officially as heels. Obviously, you saw on SmackDown, Montez Ford with the facial expressions and that, like, snarling, like, angry face he's got because he's like, I'm a bad guy now. Right, and I'm going to show you with my face that I'm angry and I'm a bad person so I just like the way they do the facial expressions and in the suits and stuff but um, yeah it's a heel win for this
1: Mm. I'm going to not change either and uh, I'm going (laughs) to say uh, the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley win and I could also see this going into an eight man tag and I don't know. Shelton Benjamin's gone now. Cedric Alexander was in the hurt business. Could we see a, a resurgence for him somewhere down the line?
0: No, they, 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 they need to throw him in NXT ASAP. He would—he thrive so much in NXT. I don't know if you guys watched any of the matches he had during the um, the uh, Cruiserweight Classic like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. They put him. Uh, they put him in NXT. Oh my gosh! Please, please bro. Cedric versus Carmelo Hayes versus Illy Dragonov, Braun Breaker. He, Put him in NXT. Watch what he does. I, I, I mm. would. I would him in NXT.
3: Could this be the last opportunity for Apollo Cruz? Maybe.
0: Oh yeah, he hasn't done anything since he's been back on the mirror, I mean,
1: Stu's best friend.
2: He's <laughs> just so boring. So boring. Um, but I, I mean, you know, maybe. But
0: not, not an I, Apollo Cruz guy,
2: huh? I I think he's very boring and very bland. Um, I I think. For me, if you're going to do it, I think it's the perfect, perfect opportunity for Carmelo Hayes to come up to the main roster. If you're going to, because that that elevates him straight away. I don't, I think that creates him. I don't think, I think adding someone that's already been on the main roster would be a backward step.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So again, none of us have wavered. <laughs> uh Maybe we'll... We're not going to waver. Well, we might waver on the next one. Johnny might go for Old Faithful, who he always goes for. Uh, but we'll look at the uh, triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship. EO Sky defending against Oscar and Charlotte Flair. Johnny, she's always around the title picture. Are you going to pick Charlotte Flair again? Yes. You are? Yeah. Okay.
3: Every time. I, I don't want to, but every time she's in the title match, I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> they want that 16-time title reign, just like her dad. And until she gets that, they're just going to keep on giving the title reigns. It doesn't matter how long they are. She wins them 16 times. That's all they want. Um Last time, I did say this, and she didn't win. But every time it's a triple threat match as well, which does bother me. It's like the only, like Courtney made a good video about this. The only way you ever have a woman lose a title is in a triple threat match. They never seem to have a one-on-one, apart from Rhea, of course. That's a rare exception to that rule, I feel. Um, But usually it's a triple threat match, and I just think that Charlotte is in the match, and she never usually loses. So I just feel like you can't bet against her, personally. I'd like her to lose, because Io Sky title reign has been terrible. Not Not give her anything to suggest that she's been a good champion, and it's not her fault. So I would like her to have a, a decent run with this belt, but I just I just don't see it.
1: Um I myself feel like this match has got chucked together really quickly with Charlotte saying on SmackDown, once I beat you, Bailey, I'm gonna challenge EO for the belt. And then after the match, Bailey Thinking that she can now speak Japanese and understand what Oscar's asked, and that she wants to be in the match as well. So now we've got this triple threat. But I think that Charlotte and Oscar are going to get in each other's way, and I think EO is going to retain. Uh, Malik, what are you saying?
0: EO's hey, he winning. I think uh, I still believe they're going to do Eon Bailey at WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. I think Uh, EO,
1: mm-hmm. uh Stu.
2: <laughs> the only thing I know is that it's not gonna be Oscar. Um
0: <laughs> It's hard it's hard to bet against Charlotte, man. It is cause you never know with her, man. She just she'd be taking time uh, to go for it. Yeah. Oh no, I'm going
2: to I thought to here. Go.
0: Yeah, I thought Charlotte was winning at SummerSlam for sure. I thought it was gonna I was like they're gonna give it to Charlotte and then she's gonna pin, you know she's gonna pin, you know, um Bianca or something like that and you know, just like escape or something, but 'Cause I don't know if you know there's a somebody tweeted, I don't remember who but there's been a statistic fact that ever since Charlotte has been on the main roster, she's won the title at least once every year. Every year. So she's been on wow. since, wow. since twenty fifteen, she's been champion at least once every year. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just I don't know, man. I mean, I don't I don't dislike Charlotte either. She's incredible. Arguably the GOAT, <laughs> but I just hate the way they present her like every storyline she's involved in always involves the title like there's never been a storyline that was involved with her that didn't involve the championship you know what I mean like Bailey had storylines for the title sasha Becky you know all the other women but like Charlotte's all her all her storylines involve the championship I'm like bro can mm-hmm. you go to I mean this to get one storyline with her
2: that doesn't involve chasing the title I mean, like that's that's all I'm asking for <laughs> and she's a big enough star to be to to be there without a title. So, absolutely,
0: you know, like, absolutely. The, the fact that she's what in her mid thirties, already at the peak of her, she's in the peak of her career, right? But she's already got fourteen world titles. Like that's crazy. I mean, like fourteen world titles is, I don't know, man. That's, that's a lot. I mean, she's like uh, she's like the female John Cena when it comes to winning championships, man. Like she got titles left and right. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like yeah. at least. You know, throughout time, at least John Cena had storylines sometimes where it didn't involve the title. You know what I mean? Like, everything Charlotte does is evolved around the championship. Like, Charlotte isn't Roman Reigns. She's not the tribal chief. Like, she's not the head of the table. You know what I mean? Like, Roman Reigns' character evolves around being the champion because that's what the gimmick is about, and that's why he hasn't lost the title in so long, because he revolves around being the top echelon guy. I know Charlotte is the queen and everything, but they don't book Charlotte like Roman. Like, Charlotte will win the championship, but then she'll lose it and then win it back two weeks later and then hold it for a month and then lose it, win it back the next week. Like Roman Reigns consistently has been a champ for three years. You know what I mean? Like they don't book mm-hmm. Charlotte where the title feels like she'll build up that she wants a title shot, but they don't build up her stories to make it seem like the title means everything to her. Like we know that means everything to Roman Reigns, which is why he had the bloodline around him to protect him as champion because it was important to keep him as the champion for the family. Charlotte just wins the title just to win the title. There's no story behind it. hmm
1: well, Um, Stu, did you say you were gonna go with Charlotte or you were gonna go with No, EO? I'm
2: gonna I'm I'm gonna go with Eo because like Malik said, I what I wanna see Eo versus Bailey. Um and I think that makes more sense for it to be with a title involved, uh, because the match will mean more. I think Charlotte can have a feud with anyone. And it's
1: irrelevant as to whether the title's there or not. I think it means more for EO and Bayley to have the title. Yeah. So we got uh, three for EO, myself, Malik, and Stu, and um, one for Charlotte and Johnny. Yes. Now, lads, we will have a look at the tag match. Uh, we did talk about this briefly, so we kind of know everyone's answers. Uh, John Cena and LA Knight, Malik's boy. Johnny's Boy, teaming up against the Bloodline in uh, Solo Sakura and Jimmy Uso with Paul Heyman. Uh, Malik, it's, it's Cena and LA Knight, right?
0: Yeah, I think uh, LA Knight gets the big win for the team, and that creates the match probably against Roman. Um, that's, what, that's what I see happening. I don't know if you guys noticed, a lot of people were uh, confused why Jimmy was going back into the Bloodline and everything, but... Is this, I don't know if you guys people noticed, what's paid attention to the story, but like Jimmy thinks he's the tribal chief, he's like the head of the table. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to, he's trying yeah, to I saw
3: that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He's trying to take orders. You know what I mean? Like he's trying to demand charges. Like you know, I'll be like he's trying to take control of the group, which is why he went back to the group. Like I, I looked at it as. Jimmy went back to the bloodline because he doesn't have Jay anymore and Jay's all by himself on Raw and he looks at what Jay's going through and he's like, I don't want to go through that. You know what I mean? Like he ain't got no friends over there. Everybody trying to come after him and everything. Like Jimmy knows he can go back to his family, but he got to try to regain the trust. And I don't, I tell people, I don't trust Jimmy. I don't think he, he don't want nothing to do with Roman Reigns and everything, but he just, he ain't got nowhere else to go. And I think mm-hmm. he wants to try to, he wants to try to be the, the guy, you know, he's trying to take charge and everything. You see how it is? Like he's trying to, he making matches now and everything and like you gotta we gotta got Paul Heyman's like well we gotta get confirmation from the travel chief and Jim's like, like we we are gonna do it you know what I mean like we got it
1: <laughs> and uh I, I don't know I don't know how you feel about this Monique but I feel as well that um when you take Jay away from Jimmy and whilst Roman's not there and Jimmy is allowed to shine he's actually doing some of his best work.
0: Absolutely Jimmy's the better Uto to me so Ben said that I'm Ooh. Blessed. Which oh, that's 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 a big claim. That's man. a big claim. Been saying that people don't want it, people. People have been saying Jay. I was like, listen, Jay. Jay more popular, but I'm, I'm rocking with Jimmy more, man. I like Jimmy more.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: <laughs> uh, I've been
3: saying. That, I mean, I do. I could do quite like Jimmy Uso more as well. Uh, Jay is obviously more over. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Uso. Like people asked us a couple of years ago, like to prefer Jimmy or Jay, and it's just like. I don't know. There's something about Jimmy that I like, but I can't hide from the fact that Jay certainly is getting booked stronger
0: right now. Yeah, that's what I'm. People like Jimmy just hasn't gotten the opportunities Jay has got as far as when it comes to the singles push. Like Jimmy got hurt, so they helped elevate Jay in the storyline. But like Jimmy, I'm like, bro, give Jimmy a shot at Roman. He ain't got his shot yet. I'm saying like they Jay got Mm. three shots. Like give Jimmy the shot. Let's see. Let's see. Like Jimmy can thrive too, man. Like Jimmy, I, I like, I like, I like Jimmy a lot, man.
1: So do you think that had it been Jay who had got hurt during the, the pandemic and when they pushed Jay as main event Jay Uso? So Jay's the one that's sidelined and Jimmy's in. Do you think where we are now they they're in each other's positions where we see it now?
0: Possibly, yeah. I mean, I think they're both equally great. You know, what I mean they both can thrive by themselves, which is they're they're proving, but it just happened, you know, Jay was able to level up. And then Jimmy came, and then once he came, they got back together, and they had the tag team run and everything. But we never really got to see what Jimmy can truly do as that singles guy, because even when Jimmy turned on Roman, Jay's the one who got the title shot. I mean, it was Jay the one who got the shot. So we haven't really seen what what Jimmy can really do at that you know at that level. And I I think Jimmy got a lot of potential, man.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to start getting called Jim Uso? Because I noticed he refers to himself as Jim Uso. Is this something that's going to happen more regularly, or is that just something he's?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't really, I haven't really picked up
1: on that, honestly. So I'm not really. I'm not Yeah. I've, I've noticed it. I've noticed it. Um, Johnny, uh, Cena, LA Night. Are we saying officially? Yeah.
3: Yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Oh, always my boy, Eli Knight. There is no doubt about it for me. Like, of course, they are getting the win. As I say, fantasy booking for me would say that he should be the one to um, pin Jimmy Uso and then move on to solo. But I feel like Cena being the big star will probably be the one to get the pinfall. And that's fine. You know, the fact that teaming together is good enough for me. But I just think if you want to do it the way I would do it, Eli Knight should be the one to get the pinfall.
0: I think LA Knight gets the pinfall. I think John Cena's yeah. leaving up to pass lane anyway. So, I mean, I think he's gone. So, I think he he gives – I think he lets – John Cena's all about giving back now. I mean, Mm-mm. he didn't yeah. want to match in five years. So, I mean, you know, I, I think he's – he'll let, you know – No, sure, go ahead and get the pin. You know what I mean? this two mm-hmm. matches. He's, he's, sure. he's, he's going to be the one moving on to do doing something else. You know, John Cena's going to be gone. So, yeah. I think uh, LA Knight gets the win. He gets the pin from the team as he should, I, I think. I mean – I'm not, like, a crazy LA Knight fan, but he's so over. Like, you've you got to capitalize on the momentum, man. Like, mm-hmm. he's so over it right now. Like, they have a star in the palm of their hands right there they can make. You know what I mean? So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think um, he should pin Jimmy, and then Roman comes back. Him and Roman have a match at Crown Jewel. was LA Knight won't win, but it'll be the first time he could have the true spotlight on him in a big main event to really see if he's like that or not. Can he hang? I mean, that that's that's mm-hmm. what the match would be about. So, mm. um, I think that's what that's what I see happening. I mean, I thought it would be AJ versus Roman at, at Crown Jewel, but I mean, it's kind of seeming like maybe they do a triple threat. I don't know. I still think I still hope we get AJ versus Roman because I I still want to see that match.
1: Um, I want to see that as well. Mm-hmm. AJ he deserves he deserves his guy, and. Um, but so I don't look like I'm copying. I'm going to leave that to Stu again. Uh, I'm going to say uh, LA Knight and Cena as well are, are going yeah. to win this match. But, uh, Stu, what are you saying? Yeah, and, and LA Knight and Cena so that
2: we can set up Roman Knight. That is the thing that makes the most sense.
1: hmm mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I, I still, Knight still Knight think
3: that um, Roman Reigns is going to fight AJ Styles, the crown jewel. And I think Roman Reigns will fight LA Knight at the Royal Rumble. Um because you, you fight a- the Michael Divers Series? Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, that could also work. Um, I just feel like if Elliot Knight is not in the Royal Rumble match, then people won't be pissed off when he doesn't win, <laughs> because you know the whole Daniel Bryan thing in twenty fourteen. Obviously, I, don't he's know, I mean,
0: one. I think, I think, I think it depends though. Like, if Gunther wins, I'm not gonna be mad. If Gunther wins, mm-hmm.
3: gonna, like, yeah, yeah,
0: I think he'll be fine. You know, what I mean, like, mm. I don't, I don't think it would be another Daniel Bryan situation, just because mainly. I, th- I think there are other options still there. Like, I feel like in 2014, like, Daniel Bryan was really the only option. Like, he was the guy. Like, it, it's him. Like, it's it's got to be him. And then they try to give it to Batista. I'm going to want to see Batista in that. we already seen it. Nobody wants to see Batista in this spot no more. Like, it's in like 2005. And I'm like, just, nobody – I think I, – I think Gunther would be okay winning it. I, I think um L.A. Knight – I mean, if L.A. Knight did get the shot at the Rumble, that would still be great. You know what I'm saying? But I think – I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying they couldn't write it out that long. Maybe they still do AJ versus Roman at Crown Jewel. It'll be Roman or LA Knight. I mean, it'll be AJ or LA Knight. It's one of the two, obviously. Yeah. Um, depending on Survivor Series, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to bring back War Games. Um, so I'm assuming that'll happen in Survivor Series. But whether or not Roman works Survivor Series, I don't think he competes in the War Games this year. I think he would defend the title. Um, so, I mean, LA Knight would be the smart main event. I mean, that's a big main event for Survivor Series right there. So Yeah, Yeah
1: definitely absolutely and now we will have a look at what i think is going to be the main event uh of fast lane which is a last man standing match uh seth freaking rollins defending the world heavyweight championship against shinsuke nakamura and i'll go on record first and say that seth freaking rollins is not losing this match i went against him the second time he fought finn balor Stupidly went against him. I don't know what I did, but Shinsuke Nakamura is great, and I love all the video packages they're putting together for him, this proper heel Nakamura. I'm loving everything I'm seeing. But Seth, Seth ain't losing. Seth ain't losing. Malik, what are you saying? I really don't, want Shinsuke
0: to win Don't
1: so don't, bad. Don't go against my boy. Don't go against my boy.
0: <laughs> I, I want Shinsuke to win so bad, man. So, so bad. But I, I don't... <sighs> I think his title run is this. Um, it's kind of like Shannon Baszler, man. It's just, it's not happening. You know, I think it's just, it's not going to happen at this point. I think Seth does beat Shinsuke. And then I think Damian Priest is cashing in that money in the bank and taking that title from Seth Rollins after that. Because Seth Rollins will be, he'll be beat up. He'll be vulnerable. And that's what I see happening. I don't see Damian Priest holding that briefcase all the way to WrestleMania. And I definitely don't see him walking into WrestleMania as the champ. Um, so I think he. I think he catches in, takes it from Seth, holds it for a little bit. Maybe Seth wins it back because I think Seth and Gunther is going to be the match for the world title at WrestleMania. Um, so maybe, you know, Seth, you know, wins it back at the Rumble or something. Damien doesn't have it. at that a long run as champion. You know what I'm saying and Seth Rollins can win it back anytime. But that briefcase, the longer he has it, you know, what I'm saying like I just don't. I'm looking at the time. I'm looking at the time frame of it. Okay, if you have hold it to WrestleMania. You have Gunther win the championship. Gunther is going to win. You're not going to. You shouldn't have Damien in on Gunther, especially after he wins it. But you can't have Damien hold it in too much longer because Money in the Bank is right around the corner from WrestleMania, and he, he could. If Cody faces Roman at WrestleMania and Cody does beat Roman, I don't think Damien should cash in on Cody either because he just won. He just won it, and we. If he catches in and they try to do the whole redemption stuff again, now you're overdoing it because we're, we're, we're over pushing it now. Like, I, I didn't have a problem with Cody losing this year at WrestleMania, If they want to stretch it all the way out to next year. That's fine. But if they do like a Christian, remember when Christian won the title and then he lost it to Randy Orton, like the next episode of SmackDown? Like, to do that with Cody. Then now, now you're just stretching it out where it just, it's doing too much. I'm looking at the time frame. I don't really know when the next best possible time it's going to be for him to cash in and actually win the championship if he is going to win so the last minute standing match Seth and Shinsuke are going to beat the shit out of each other you know Seth already has the bad back as they've been portraying so I just think it's the perfect time to, to do it right there so that's that's my prediction I think I think Shinsuke loses and then Seth catches in I mean the Damien catches in afterwards and wins the title
1: what I think would be quite interesting about that actually is if Shin and Seth both knocked like the absolute shit out of each other. Where neither of them, it looks like neither of them are going to be able to answer the 10 count. Ten count, And then Damien Priest catches in and just That's stands crazy. there and w- just watches the 10 count and That'd then just crazy. walks away with the
0: belt. Um he might have three belts. He might, so, I mean, look, we talked about yeah. the judgment day winning. I mean, what if they lose? And then Damien catches it. I mean, hey, there could be something right there. So maybe, mm-hmm. they, maybe they lose the tag titles and then. Damien takes the world title. So, I mean, that could be a that could be a possibility right there.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying Seth, Malik saying Seth, but Damien to cash in afterwards. Uh, Stu, what are you saying on this one?
2: Yeah, um, I'm kind of going down the same route as Malik, but tweaking it slightly. Um, I, I am going Seth to win. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Priest cash in. But what I think will happen will be that is how they're gonna fully induct JD McDonough into the Judgment Day. Priest will relinquish his half of the tag titles to JD McDonough on Raw the following week. So you'd have Finn and McDonough as the tag champs, Priest as the world champ, Rhea, and then and Dom. That that's how I would how like I would do it.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm seeing that. I'm, I'm gonna say what he said. I'm, I'm thinking what he did. What he just said. <laughs> I, that's what's happening. <laughs> what, what he said. That's the perfect way to do it, right there. Because Damien could give up. The, everybody in the Judgment Day could be the tag champs. You know, what I'm saying, give up the tag titles. JD McDonough and Finn Balor obviously uh, have the connection because Finn Balor trained JD McDonough. Both mm-hmm. Irish. Yeah. Right there, tag team. Dom's with Rio. Damien's the champion, world champion. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful.
1: They could, they could also do that, that free bird rule that they do from time to time, couldn't they, where just like any of them, like yeah, any I two know. of them could, could go and defend them, I guess. Yeah. Um, Johnny, Seth or Shin? Shin.
0: Are you saying Nakamura?
1: Yeah, I'm
3: going to say Nakamura. Um, cash in, no cash in? Not on the maybe not, not like on the either. same night.
1: It'd be harsh if Shin won it and got cashed in on
3: Straight Away. That would be yeah. really harsh. Yeah, I know. Um, oh. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I think Damien Priest has to win whenever he does cash in. That's for sure. What I wouldn't mind seeing is somewhere down the line, if Damien Priest is champion, Finn Balor wins the Royal Rumble match, and then he assumes he's going to... Oh, are you obviously going to challenge Roman, aren't you? And then he attacks Damien Priest setting up a match between them two at WrestleMania for the Judgment Day um, collapsing essentially at WrestleMania when Finn beat him for the title. But again, I don't think they'll do that. But I'm gonna go Shin. I don't really know why, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go that way. Okay. Okay.
1: Hope I hope
0: you're right. I, man, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't wanted to Shinsuke with that title for so long man. But it's I think it's
2: the only issue with that is with your one, Johnny, does that mean we'll see Land boring, smiley baby face Finn Balor? that's just not that's not fun.
3: Uh,
2: I hope not. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's the only issue. You either get fun or quote unquote fun, smiley, boring Finn Balor as a face, or you get Damian Priest as a face, and he's really bland as a face as well. So I don't like. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'd like to see a match between the both of them, but I think it's detrimental to one of their characters, depending on which one you make a face. Mm.
0: I like, uh, what's, I like what Stu said. I think that happens. I think Damien holds it to the Royal Rumble, Seth beats Damien for the title at the Rumble again. And then we set up Gunther versus Seth because that's just the right match to have to me. And then mm-hmm. the Judgment Day can do other things. I think to me, what I would do, I would, and I'm, I'm gonna make a video about this tomorrow anyway, but I would have the Judgment Day versus the LWO at WrestleMania. And that's when I would have Santos turn on Ray they kick Ray out the group, and then they bring in Carlito and make and put him in the group. And then Ray's now out the group. Dom got his revenge. Ray's now destroyed. Now the LWO are heels because I think they'll, they'll be better off as heels than faces. Absolutely. And then you add Ooh. Carlito in there because there rumors a while ago that he'd signed back to WWE, but he hasn't been there. So I'm trying to. I guess they're trying to figure out to do with him. But you insert him into LWO. You know he can be a great heel because he was a great heel in WWE when he when he was there. You put him with Santos and then Cruz del Toro and Joaquin wild, and Zelina Vega, Rey Mysterio can be fine by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. He's already in the Hall of Fame. So what, what more does he have to prove? Yeah. But that's what I would do.
1: Yeah, I could, I could get behind that, to be honest. Yeah. So... There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. They are our fast lane predictions. We have come to the end of the episode, but just before we do, he's not going to be able to do it on air this time. He is gonna to have to write it down because he's using his phone to record. But we're gonna revisit. Don't delete the tweet. So Malik, who is Stu tweeting and what is he saying?
2: I'll just get a pen to write it down. Sorry right. I can do it. No, you're good. Right. You're
0: good.
2: All right. There we go. What are we saying?
0: Ah, you're gonna tweet to Omas. Okay. So you, <laughs> Wonderful. You're gonna, you're gonna tweet to Omos and you're gonna put you're my favorite wrestler of all time and the next undisputed
1: GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love
2: it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> Stu, get right in. Your so what is it? Your My
0: Favorite Wrestler of all time. and you're the next undisputed goat. That's what I, I, I better see it, too. I'm really looking for it. Yeah. I'll it. I'll retweet it.
3: Oh, almost, wait, sapiens. almost Sapiens Unite. That's what it is. Yes.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, put that at the end, too. Put that at the end. Almost Sapiens Unite. Um, you're my favorite wrestler of all time, and you're the next undisputed goat. Hashtag, seconds,
0: hashtag Almost Sapiens
2: Unite. Uh, am, am, I, am I also ending it with XO like I have done the other ones? Because you know, that seems no, to be a that yet. Just put hashtag. <laughs> the hashtag is almost as unique. I love that. I
1: love that. I love that. <laughs> Very good. Yeah.
2: yeah, give me give me uh give me a few moments uh, once we once we come off and I will uh, I will tweet it and I will uh, I'll send the send a screenshot to you, uh, Malik, so you can see that it has been has been done. I love that. I love thank that. You, thank you very much. There's so, Twitter
1: as well? I just is, is that, does he, does, he, that?
2: Does, he does. He does. He does.
0: Oh, that's
2: a shame. So we have oh, come no. to
1: the end. Uh, I have been J. E. WrestleTalk Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Johnny. Where can people find you on social media?
3: Find me on TikTok at Johnny Goldsmith, and we are trying to get to twenty k. We're on nineteen point seven at the moment, so we're trying to work towards that and uh, i am obviously on the snapbacks and beards tiktok we're going to get to that the uh positive things about the young books and because it's taken so long to do that because obviously i can't think of 16 things so um, (laughs) but yes we're going to get to that but uh, yes johnny goldsmith on
1: tiktok and Stu, where can people find you online
2: yeah so my instagram is that wrestlegram um mainly just random photos about the pod uh my main social is my tiktok that wrestling guy at twg 1991 all things wrestling wrestling related trying to hit 5k if i could hit that by the end of the year that would be awesome
1: amazing and malik where can people find you online
2: narcolepsy boy
0: 94 on all social media platforms youtube tiktok instagram twitter you guys check me out if you like wrestling content uh thank you guys for having me man much
1: appreciate it no thank you for joining us yeah, and finally finally you can find me on tiktok at j.e wrestle talk and instagram at j.e wrestlegram and we are also as a collective on tiktok at snapbacks and beards so make sure you go follow everyone that has just given out any handle on here but no malik thank you for joining us man we really really appreciate it
0: no problem man Thank yeah, so definitely yeah, you guys, yeah, we on again? On. Yeah. No, be happy to come on again